Farmer, this is Farmer's Kitchen and it was a real celebration of festive food on today's episode. We have the dream team from Spinney's in the studio talking about their favourite party food, what they'd spend 500 dirhams on in store and of course everything from Christmas sides to the best mince pies, what you should have for friends and family this season. Catching up with Elena from Angel Cakes. Courtney Brandt was on hand as we discussed where to go, what to eat this weekend, and of course the latest out of Michelin in Abu Dhabi. And speaking to the legendary chef, cultural icon and opera singer, Chef Alexander Smalls, about African cuisine and what he's got in store for the new season at Expo City. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. We have got the team from Spinney's in store. These are the people responsible for filling those shells, filling our tummies at what I think is one of the most exciting and important times of the year on the food front in studio. Tom Harvey, General Manager of Commercial. Joe Black is with us, the Commercial Manager of Grocery. Paul Crawford, I call him the cheese man. His official title is Commercial Manager of Fresh and Neil Gibson. He's all about the produce, so a busy time of year there. Let's start with some of the fun touches that are happening around store Tom Harvey I was in store this morning and the level of punnery on your signage is fantastic um, but we've also got some elves coming to town and some special little trolleys too this has been you're having a lot of fun this year it seems we are having a great deal of fun this year so yes in store uh, the trolleys we, we everybody loves the little children's trolleys we have but now they are not just trolleys they're little sleighs, so oh. we've got lots of little Rudolphs pushing these, uh, pushing rather than pulling the uh, the sleighs around. <laughs> um, so that's causing a lot of fun. Um, as we get closer to the big day, um, you'll see all of the staff in store already dressed up, but they do like a little bit of a Christmas sing song. So, in spite of the fact that Christmas music is on pretty much twenty four hours a day in store, they do love to have a little sing, have a little dance, put a bit of a show on when Bring people are shopping. So, life. lots of fun things will be going on over the next few weeks. You are, unsurprisingly, a brilliant foodie, a fantastic cook, and you brought some luncheon. I mean, I wouldn't say regrettably, I actually had my lunch earlier today, which was the Spinney's pasta meal deal I made it this morning for my lunch. So I did have a bit of a full tummy. This is going to be coming home with me. When we think about the big day, Tom... How many are you cooking at home? I'm cooking. Okay. Yeah. What? How many people are we talking about, and what's on the menu? I've got 14 people coming in, Ooh. and the menu is going to be quite varied. Go we on. will we will do our very best to be traditional, so there absolutely will be a turkey. But I think I've got 11 meat eaters, four vegetarians, and one vegan to cater for, Feels and like they're all staying a for a week. In a, pear tree. a week. A week. So, uh, I, yeah, you know, it's uh, what's what's that? Nine different meals every day. Oh my gosh! Well, we have, and if we haven't yet, producer Chloe will soon be posting the incredible spread that you brought in for us today. Which a lot of them are those real showstopper, you know, middle of the table, beautiful, beautiful pieces. When we think about the 25th, what are some of the options available in store right now? Well, turkey obviously is the the absolute classic. So alongside all of the fresh turkeys we've got, um, there's a lot of value-added products. There's some beautiful ones with a, uh, a lovely, there's a turkey roulade with a lovely chestnut stuffing. Mm. Um, if people want to move away from the traditional bird base, then we can go into a beef wellington, salmon on croute. There's a beautiful herb-crusted lamb guard of honour. And most importantly, these are not just for the big day. Um, they will 
still be on for everybody who's you know having a big New Year's Eve party at home or just any other festivities celebrations in between you've also got some great starters now my favorite I love the nibbly bits and this is the when we were talking earlier in the week about our favorite festive moments my memories are doing exactly like getting all the little canapes and nibbles together with my mum you know putting the smoked salmon on the brown bread and mixing the prawn and put it old school volleyball um you've also you're representing on the on the seafood as well seafood's always big at christmas so there's yeah there's a lot of things going on obviously our classic smoked salmon um there's some other things i don't want to steal paul's thunder because i know he's got a lot of lovely fresh things he wants to talk about but new prawn cocktail finally we've got that here i've been asking the team to get it for a little while but that will be here for christmas Producer Chloe is eating a lamb chop in the booth. Chloe, can you please post the video of Tom talking us through the food? Brilliant. Okay, if you head over to Rundstrom Stories in half a lamb chop's time, um, you can see what is on on store for us and in store for you um, on the Spinney's Food Front. We are going to be talking about sides next, cheese, of course, seafood and more. If you've got any questions for the team, get in touch. I also want to know, if they were to win that 500 dirham suspend in Spinney's, what would they be buying? You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinney's. Eat well, live well. The Dream Team is in the studio from Spinney's. We've just been hearing there from Tom Harvey, General Manager of Commercial. And we've had so many people getting in touch about the ultimate party food. Loads of you, including Marjan, Amira, uh, Jisna, about cheese. So... Paul Crawford, commercial manager of Fresh, or as I call you, the cheese man. Um, welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, hey, Helen. I'm great, thanks. This is a busy time of year, and I feel like cheese boards um, are an absolute essential. Is it just me, or is like charcuterie cheese boards just having a massive social media moment right now? Well, absolutely. They are going crazy. And this year, we've got a really great range of uh, charcuterie cheese boards, and we've gone even bigger than we have ever done before in charcuterie. You've got the like the party efforts but you've also got the smaller ones which i find myself just picking up for like a little you know post-work nibble you yeah they're, they're dead cute you can they take them are. home just eat them to yourself or uh, share it with your loved one but option a uh, yeah definitely so what's trending in we'll talk cheese in particular what's trending in cheese right now in terms of i know the buying and the tasting mm-hmm. starts months and months in advance but when we think about christmas festive mm-hmm. season 2024 mm-hmm. what's hot right now well what's great right now and uh, i've seen i've seen a suggestion on the text coming in uh, a baked brie um, and hot eating cheese is exploding hot um, eating cheese hot eating cheese so yes um and um, uh, you can put a brie in the oven um, we actually do a product it's a camembert wreath so you put the, it's, um, it's, it's camembert in the middle, you put it in the oven alongside some bread, the bread gets all toasty and warm, mm. and you can dip it into the camembert and it's delightful. Like a tear and share. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, goodness me. What else comes under your remit in terms of, um, in terms of fresh, Paul? So in terms of fresh, um, yeah, you've, you've mentioned I am the cheese man, but also um, in terms of butchery and seafood um, and, um, and the bakery departments all come under myself. Now, I just want to say a special thank you for all of the samples. There are frequent days when my kids will go, can we go to Spinney's and have a Spinney's lunch? And I'm like, do you mean the cafe or do you mean the samples? And they're like, well, yeah, we're going to get a free piece of fruit when we come in. And then we're going to have some grapes as we walk around. And then my daughter will be like, and then I'll have a meat lollipop. I'm like, calling a cube of Wagyu on a lollipop on a stick is not a meat lollipop. Then we might pop, you know, along for some cheese. So, yeah. 
Thank you. You're welcome. It's a sincere thank you. Um, it's so lovely to have Joe Black with us today as well. And we've also got Neil Gibson, who's here from Produce. Um, Neil, I was saying a special thank you to you this morning as I picked up a brand new Pronsetia. Um, beautiful display of flowers in store, of Christmas trees as well. Um, but let's talk fruit. We were talking earlier about the, how punny you guys are. And you've brought in a box with a bit of a pun and some, something beautiful inside. What, what have you brought for us, Neil? Well, of course, it is the most wonderful clementine of the year and we have some fun-filled clementines from spain they're grown by a grower called carlos they come with their leaves which you can always tell they're super fresh and they're the variety is clemenulas which is the best variety of clementines um so they're going to be really wonderful now so enjoy your clementines this christmas it's a lovely table feature as well to have kind of fresh fresh produce on the table as well you know grab a clementine after after lunch but really really lovely and berries we just had a message from Mira saying you know cheese board and berries are her ultimate party food um when it comes to berries i'm mm, this is controversial uh christmas pudding divides us as a family my dad's obsessed i enjoy it but i feel like it's not always the crowd pleaser we think it is so to have an option that might be fruit-based or chocolate-based. And I was going to do a pavlova this year with some lovely fresh berries. What would you recommend? So a lot of people make apple pie. So Bramley apples are very popular this time of year as an alternative to Christmas pudding. But I think the berries, a mixture of berries is is always a winner with some meringue. So cherries, blueberries, strawberries, raspberries. We've got some really nice strawberries from Spain coming, variety called Inspire. We've got some really, really wonderful blueberries from peru called pop and they're super crunchy and super large so those will be really nice for christmas uh, delights just need to make that meringue joining us in studio from spinney's tom harvey general manager joe black paul crawford and neil gibson now you guys cannot win this prize sorry i've got 500 dirhams to spend in spinney's um and i'm curious given that you guys literally work above the maidan store you're in store all the time you're out meeting producers you're tasting I'm going to go round the room, starting with you, Joe Black. So you're in charge of grocery. Um, if I was to give you 500 dirhams to spend in store, where would that money be going? What's going in your trolley? Well, I'd obviously have to buy it from my area. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not biased. Too right. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm absolutely uh, a sweet fiend. I've got a massive sweet tooth, so perfect for confectionery, popcorn, sweets, snacks. Um, I'd pick up a lot of our Christmas confectionery, to be honest. So um, the four and a half kilogram Toblerone is bigger oh. and, back, and back this year. Hang on, how much say that again? Four and a half kilograms of solid chocolate Toblerone. That, that's, the, that's the weight of a toddler. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like it when you pick it up. <laughs> okay, so who in the room is responsible for those amazing tubs full of the bites, the cornflake bites? And Oh, Paul would argue it's him, but yeah, it's probably going to save me. <laughs> a collaboration. It's a collaboration, yeah. So you were going big on the sweets. So either for gifting, but most likely eating at home. Paul Crawford, what would you be spending 500 dirhams on? I'm so excited you asked me this question. Um, <laughs> the, there's a product that we've uh, launched uh, this year. It's from our partners in uh, Musselburgh, Scotland. So, yes, I'm definitely biased, uh, but it's a side of hot smoked salmon, mm. and it's a full side. So you can actually get two for 500 dirhams. Um, but the, the depth of flavour and the smokiness in this... Um, hot smoked salmon is absolutely incredible I've actually even organised to gift one to my dad back home in Scotland I think it is that 
good. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that product. Paul Crawford putting his fictional money where his mouth is there. Neil Gibson, you don't need to shop in produce, but 500 dirhams, you're doing a trolley dash around, uh, around Spinney's. What are you buying? I would definitely buy our Christmas bouquet. It's a really wonderful bouquet this year. I actually... Featuring I, it, roses, it, eucalyptus. But also, like, baubles and And baubles, exactly. So it's a, I'll definitely buy that. That's 225. So with the change, mm-hmm. I'll buy some cherries from Australia. Love this. And then maybe some salmon. It's funny because I, whenever I, I think about this prize a lot, you know, we, we're lucky enough to share this with our listeners every single week. And my mind always changes. I'm like, I would buy, but I always come back to flowers and cherries and then fill my, and then maybe a meal deal and then fill the freezer with some things so I don't need to worry about food for a while. I'm curious what Tom Harvey is going to say. I'm, I'm going to predict, okay, I'm going to send you some mind messages. 500 germs to spend in spinnies. General manager of commercial, I think you'd go Tomahawk. Absolutely spot on. It's the meat. It's got to be the meat lollipop. Um, the yeah, the ultimate. So we've got we've got one in particular uh, which we launched earlier this year, which is a wagyu tomahawk. So really, really high marbled from the guys at Stanbroke. It's one farm in Australia that supplies us with all of our Angus and wagyu beef. I've been out to the farm quite a few times now, um, but it is so marbled, so tasty, so tender. I'm having one on the barbecue tomorrow. Oh, there you go. Right. We are talking confectionery, we're talking beauty, we're getting you hungry for the big day. We're joined by the team from Spinney's for Farmer's Kitchen. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinney's. Eat well, live well. We've got the dream team in the studio from Spinney's as we talk about party essentials, party food. Uh, Tom Harvey. What's your and you've just WhatsApp the show by the way? You cannot win the five hundred dirham prize. Stop. I know I can't, and n- neither can Philip from my team, who said anything from Spinney's Food. Philip, we're on to you. The names come up in the system, sir. All right, <laughs> we have got five hundred dirham voucher to spend in store. When we're thinking about your number one party food, what is it? It's one. It's it's one that's a, a new one for this year from from Joe's team. We've got the most delicious. Sugar and spice nuts. Oh, all right, Joe. Right. What 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 nuts are in the mix? Oh, there are a number of different nuts. So we've got the cashews, and we've got peanuts in there. We've got almonds, all coated in cinnamon, sugar. I mean, it's just divine. <laughs> oh, all right. Tom, for Tom Harvey, general manager, commercial at Spinney's, it's the sugar and spice nuts. We've also got Neil Gibson. Now you are the produce man, but you don't need to choose a party food from produce. What would you deli- if you went to a Christmas party and you saw something in the buffet and you were like, oh. I'm so glad I came. What would it be? I go for the retro choice. I go for the, uh, the prawn mayonnaise or the prawn yes. Thousand Island dressing in the volleyball. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Joe, sugar and spice nuts? Oh, I don't think I could take Tom's as well. Um, I think Philip will kill me if I don't fit, pick a Spinney's food product. So I'll probably say our tempera prawns, which we launched this year. Ooh, I love the sound of that. That sounds great. See, it's all about the nipples. My problem is I overdose on the nibbles and they kind of lose interest by the time we get to the main meal. Uh, Paul Crawford, you are a commercial manager of Fresh, ultimate party food. You've got a big smile on your face. You're thinking back to parties of days gone by. Yeah, I'm just getting so excited again. Uh, duck spring rolls oh. with hoisin sauce oh. is absolutely stunning. Party food's the best. We've had yeah. some amazing suggestions coming in on 400 and it really is your very last chance. The guys are going to be picking the winner in just a few minutes. Um, let's talk mince pies. Um, because I had a controversial question, which was, is it ever okay to have a mince pie for breakfast? Definitely. Okay, this is great. I asked this on Instagram about Christmas cake, because I did have a slice of Christmas cake for breakfast, and I got a message from a PT saying, actually, Christmas cake is a really good pre-workout snack. There you go. (laughs) I know. 
I was delighted. Um, are there any riffs or twists on the traditional mince pie? And what are some of your favourites this year, Paul? Yeah, of course, we've got the classic uh, mince pie in this year, but we've also got a new one. It's an orange and cranberry uh, mince pie. So it's Valencian orange oil uh, drizzled on top of cranberry puree. Uh, with a beautiful buttercrumb on top, it is it is divine. Can I just say you need to get him doing your your voice your voiceovers? Hang on, that's that's that. I'm sold. I'm hungry. Job this, done. This is not just a mince pie. Yeah, <laughs> this is a Paul Crawford yeah. mince pie. Um, you've got loads of um, the sides as well, and I actually saw some Yorkshire puddings in your frozen section today. Yes. My mum does a great Yorkshire pudding. I have tried and failed many a time, so I would be buying them from you to be honest. Um, what about gravy? Gravy, yes. So actually we're bringing in um, some fresh uh, Yorkshire prunes for Christmas this year. And alongside them, you will find um, some fresh gravy as well um, for the first time. So we'll have a, a poultry gravy for um, mm. to put into your uh, Yorkshire prune, of course. And we'll have a vegetarian gravy as well. Let's talk sides. Neil Gibson's with us today, the commercial manager of produce. I saw some, do we say sprouts on the vine on the stalk? Stalks. Stalks. Sprouts they, on the stalk. They look brilliant. And again, talking about clementines on the table, sprouts on the stalk. Um, what do you think of the ultimate Christmas dinner sides? What would a dinner be incomplete without? So the roast potatoes yes. are super important. So we have Maris Piper from the UK, East Angular, from a grower called Garden of Elverdon, and they're pretty much the best grower of Maris Piper in the UK. Uh, and with the Maris Pipers, you want to parboil them, rough them up a little bit and then put them in a super hot oven and you'll get a great result. I'll tell my husband. Because <laughs> I'm not doing any cooking Christmas time. Um, so sides, sprouts. Parsnips. I mean, how, okay, I still am yet to be convinced on a traditional Brussels sprout. I love them. There are a few restaurants in Dubai that do a great Brussels sprout. Shout out to the main. BB at DIFC. What about at home? Actually, Tom Harvey, you're, you're a brilliant cook. Do you have sprouts on your Christmas spread? I have sprouts on the Christmas bed simply because I'm told I have to. Mm. I I am not a big sprout fan, but um, we've one of our development chefs, Dima. So she does a Christmas lunch for us every year, and she's got this sort of this charred sprout recipe. And I'm a I'm a bit of a converted guy now. Okay. So so long as it's not an old soggy boiled thing, and it's something that's a little bit crispy and uh, got a bit of burn. Um, yeah, there'll be sprouts on the table in the Harvey household. It's not just about food, it's about gifting as well. Joe Black is with us today, um, commercial manager of grocery. And last year you did a beauty box that I bought. Actually, I bought it for our nanny. And it, she was so delighted with it. And then I've had friends who've bought it as secret, secret Santa presents, have bought it for themselves. Tell us, well, tell us, first of all, have you got a beauty box for this year? And what's it all about, if so? Well, she's back. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so we do have uh, our second year of our beauty box coming uh, to stores. Um, it's an amazing box, similar to the theme of last year. 750 dirhams worth of product inside, and you only have to pay 250 um, dirhams for that. So, yeah, really excited. Customers are getting really excited. We're seeing a lot on social. Um, it contains some of our really best-selling brands, as well as our new Spinney's Wellness range. So, yeah, highlighting that. She's out. Okay, we've had a few messages on the text line that I'm going to uh, go to you. So, Frank wants to know, does Spinney's sell duck fat for the roasties? Yes, we do. Um, you need to go into the uh, non-Muslim room, uh, but you will find duck and goose fat. There you go. Um, and Yvonne asking, what are you doing that's plant-based? 
Paul. Great question. And it's actually going to be featuring on, on my Christmas dinner table as well. It's um, a vegan Wellington. So it's a it's a mushroom and chestnut stuffed uh, Wellington in, in a beautiful pastry casing. A beautiful centerpiece for, for your Christmas table. Okay, guys, we are, we've got one minute left. So I want to ask, in terms of people booking ahead, getting their, getting their bird for the big day, what kind of lead-in time are we needing? Sure, so you have to do it by the 17th of December in store to pre-order um, your turkey. And the turkeys will be landing in store the 21st uh, of December. <laughs> landing. <laughs> okay, so that's what you need. You need to book your diaries from the 17th. Okay, we've had... Messages about party food galore. Yvonne saying yes and about five exclamation marks to your plant-based offering there, Paul. You've made one woman very happy indeed. Um, plant, not plant, party food. We've had jalapeno cheese poppers. We have had Mexican spread from Bella. Do we have a winner? Paul, you've got the messages in front of you and I think we have had a bit of a consensus on this. Who is scoring that 500 dirhams to spend in spinnies. Do you want me to scroll and find it? Yeah, it was, it was the it was the uh, chicken wings, oh, yeah. uh, parmesan crusted ones. Jams, yes, garlic jams. parmesan chicken wings. Jams, you have won 500 dirhams to spend in spinnies. Guys, thank you so much for coming in, spreading some Christmas cheer, feeding the troops. I think there's a few people having a snooze under their desk in the Dubai Eye office. Uh, thanks for that beautiful meal. So guys, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're off to have some celebrations of your own. And um, Merry Christmas, one and all. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. I am so excited about our next guest. My only sadness is that he's not in the studio. He is somewhere very special indeed. Chef Alexander Smalls is with us. He is the James Beard award-winning chef, author, raconteur, trained opera singer and the visionary co-owner of renowned Harlem restaurants, the Cecil and Minton's closer to the UAE. He's the man at the helm at Alcubilan at Expo City, the world's first African dining hall where he speaks from us today. How are you, Chef Alexander Smalls? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? I am good. I'm a bit worried you're, you're sounding a bit far away, so we might give you a call in a few minutes just to chat on the phone so we can hear you properly. Um, now, last time we spoke... Oh, okay. It's okay. Last time we spoke, we were sitting on a lovely terrace at Alcubilan, Expo 2020 happening all around us. And to my mind, I know a lot of amazing things happened at Expo, but... The food was one of the standouts for me. You know, we were trying some foods for the first time. We had brands coming to the UAE for the first time. And Alcubilan became the absolute heart of it. Not just because of that amazing location right next to where the fountain is, but because of people like you who were celebrating and educating through food. Can you describe Alcubilan to anyone who hasn't been? What's the vibe? Well, I would say Alcubilan is an event. It is uh, an extraordinary place where we put together not only um, modern contemporary African food, but we've created an ambiance that immediately welcomes you in with art, music, um, you know, and, and people who are from various uh, uh, countries around Africa. The chefs are all come in from the continent. Um, and we are essentially and not only feeding you, but we're educating you and bringing you into an ambiance of Africa. Um, it's a great celebration. And I encourage everybody to come and find us, dine with us, 
um, and let us entertain you. Well, Chef, we're going to give you a call on the phone so we can hear you properly. But my goodness, I'm already excited to hear what's in store over COP and for the new season. Uh, We're going to be talking food. We're going to be talking culture. And uh, what exactly Chef Alexander Smalls has got in store? I would love him to sing us a song, but I don't want to put him out of... uh, But my goodness, as you can hear from his speaking voice, the singing voice is incredible too. Chef Alexander Smalls with us today as we talk all things Africa. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Live on the line from Ankh-Bilan at Expo City, we have got Chef Alexander Smalls, the legendary restaurateur, raconteur, singer, and I don't say this lightly, cultural icon. Um, you're looking fantastic in the sun there. Uh, how are you, Chef? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you. Having a wonderful time in Dubai. It's great to so have you back. glad to be back. I'm really, Thank you. Honestly, I'm, I'm so glad you're back. I feel like it's such a vote of confidence in what we stand for in terms of culture and food and, as we touched on before, about educating through food. Um, now, one of the big misconceptions that I think Alkibilan really addressed during Expo 2020 is that African food is one and the same. And what (laughs) what you did so well was shine a light on the diversity. And I wondered if you could speak a little bit about some of the brands, the chefs that have come together under the first African dining hall that we could give a bit of a shout out to today and and what they serve as well. Well, uh, the first shout out really goes to my um, executive chef, uh, Mame So, who is from Senegal, and also who worked with me in New York City. Um, and she really runs the helm um, there at Alkabulan. The, the interesting thing about Alkabulan is that we are setting the table with a diverse uh, menu uh, from the continent. We have South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, um, and Central Africa, uh, Congo, represented on our menu. Um, Of course, we cut back uh, some of our offerings during the transition from Expo uh, as we um, await, you know, uh, uh, the gradual development of Expo City into its own unique place. Mm -hmm. Um, The top floor of Expo right now is dedicated to catering large events, which is giving us an opportunity to share with large parties, um, you know, some of the incredible foods of Africa. So we're really excited about this new engagement with the community. And of course, uh, with COP there, we have a strong international community that's come in and, and we are introducing sustainable offerings. Um, so Tell us more. This is very exciting. What, 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 does, what does that look? What does that look like in terms of, well, the the practicalities of? I mean, I think that sustainable phrase is, is can be applied and defined in so many different ways. But to you and to you in the kitchen, chef, um, what are you doing there that perhaps we can learn from as well? Well, let me say this. I mean, because you know, it really is going to take a whole new um, reorientation for all of us to get on board with the concept of being conscientious about sustainability. You know, it starts from the people who make our food, the vendors who bring it to market, etc. And oddly enough, uh, really respecting the concept of seasonal um, uh, dining mm-hmm. uh, so, so that we are 
in tune with nature, uh, you know, as nature uh, gives us bounty, uh, then we serve it and we serve it in season, and we're conscious of that. But one obvious thing um, that we are practicing is we've expanded our uh, non-proteins, our non-meat dishes. We have more vegetarian offerings, for example, um, and, and that is so good for the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we ch- changed our cooking style somewhat, uh, lessening the time of production, just, uh, you know, procedural things that allow us to be as conscious as possible, uh, being a part of the bigger conversation of sustainability, healthy planet, healthy you. You do not stop, sir. You do not stop. Um, you're planning the uh, the All of Africa um, appearance of uh, the the food festival. You've also got a new book out. Let's talk about the food festival. That your celebration of African cultural diversity. What do we need to know about that, Chef Alexander Smalls? Well, we're very excited about uh, essentially starting this kind of an event. Um, you know, at Al Kabul and uh, bringing some of the most um, sought-after chefs who are having uh, these culinary conversations and putting their vision on a plate. And how wonderful to have them all come in a very extended way uh, to celebrate with us uh, food and beverage uh, with, the first and foremost, the chefs we have in place, but then a larger variety. Uh, we'll have music venues, um, entertainment, you know, dance, um, and art exhibitions and and private sessions, you know, with um, keynote uh, speakers and and culinary practitioners who are in the field, really bringing the whole of African cooking. It's exciting. It is exciting. It is. It's because that's. It's not just about having a full stomach. You know, it's about that no. communication and celebration, and I guess an understanding of. Yes. Of, of, of so much more. Um, you're also communicating your love of food and culture through our screens as well on Netflix, I understand. <laughs> Come on, tell us everything. You're a star on the page, you're a star on the kitchen, and now a star on the screen as well. Um, <laughs> High on the Hog Season 2, it's talking about black cuisine shaping American culture. Why is that such an important message for you to be communicating to the masses? Well, for me, it's where it all began. Um, as you know, I started my career as an opera singer, but um, uh, being a creative, an artist, um, there was that sensitivity to cultural expression and the legacy of essentially uh, where our heritage came from. And understanding that and familiarizing myself with that, it led me to my mother's kitchen, my grandfather's kitchen, my grandmother's kitchen, to, to my grandfather's garden, and I started to learn essentially about African cooking. And I say that in the sort of definitive term, because mm-hmm. uh, anyone who looks like me is from Africa, no matter where you were born. Um, uh, I'm intentional about uh, celebrating the food of the African diaspora, essentially how to slavery Africa changed the global culinary conversation. Needless to say, as part of the transatlantic slave uh, trade, my family from Charleston, Beaufort, the Gullah Islands, you, uh, we are closely knitted to the West African 
um, uh, conversation about food and culture. So I grew up with this legacy of traditional food being passed on, which set the foundation. High on the Hall explores and enlightens, shines a light on um, that, uh, that culinary uh, conversation, mm-hmm. uh, what essentially uh, became um, uh, the, the, the legacy of the African-American table. Having opened the first uh, um, uh, fine dining African-American restaurant um, and, and really pulling it forward, it became important to me after my third restaurant that I go beyond and explore the global um, African footprint. And that's kind of how Al-Kabulin came about. Mm-hmm. But clearly, High on the Hog and my, my presence there, my engagement is, is about the food of the um, African-American South uh, and its, um, you know, uh, legacy. Yeah, well, my goodness, what a legacy um, that we are so lucky to have you in Dubai. How long are you in town for, Chef? I am here until Sunday, and, uh, but I will be back. You better be. You better be. We've got a whole new season of dining to look forward to. In the meantime, I know you've got some incredibly important and hungry delegates at COP28 to be feeding. Thank you so much for your time. An absolute it's pleasure to catch up again. Good to see you again. And you, even if it was just through a screen. Next time, I'm coming to eat on your terrace. Chef Alexander right. Small speaking to us. Alki Bulan there at Expo City. That incredible first African dining hall and a whole new season to look forward to. It is Farmer's Kitchen. I'm Helen Farmer. We are talking desserts next, specifically angel cakes. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. We love introducing you to the tastemakers of the city. Sometimes that's a chef, sometimes it's a restaurateur, an industry insider. And I think we've got all of those in our next guest now. Alina Tutkova is the owner of Angel Cakes. And you might not hear the word cake and think healthy, but she's here to change our minds. How are you, Alina? Hi, I'm good today. It's nice weather and I really feel Christmas. Uh, I'm feeling mood. good. Yeah, yeah. The kids have finished school today. Yeah. So that's They're a... already at home waiting for me. Are they? <laughs> for cooking. Co- uh, cookies. Oh, they want cookies. Yeah. <laughs> if your mum has a chain of bakeries, then they better yeah. be getting cookies. Tell us about where you grew up and who, who was cooking. Who got you into baking? I'm baking uh, already 10 years. Uh, and I start uh, in small city, and now uh, I also bake uh, in our chain. Yeah, it's my really uh, favorite deal and favorite uh, process. Uh, it's my passion uh, for my life. I find cooking quite stressful sometimes, but baking, yeah. but baking is different. I feel like baking, it's <laughs> more scientific. You know, you have your measurements, you have the alchemy of seeing you know, eggs and sugar and flour coming together in this confection. And it's, I think for children as well, it's, it's, quite, it's quite magical. What do you enjoy about being in the kitchen? Uh, you know, I like to create new recipes uh, from scratch. Uh, for me, it's really like a meditation. Sometimes I also tire it because it's also my work. But uh, in the evening, I like to create something new for my family, just for my family, not for my blog, not for my business, just for my family. And maybe it will not so good, <laughs> but it will uh, nice and tasty and just uh, for home, uh, home style mood. Or, being together. Yeah. 
you are incredibly creative. I mean, what you've brought into the studio is not just food, it's it's art. We eat with our eyes, and I think it's safe to say <laughs> that Instagram has maybe even accelerated that. What about making things look beautiful? What are some of the challenges or indeed the fun that you have with that? We create uh, not just uh, uh, regular desserts, we create uh, gluten-free, sugar-free and dairy-free desserts. Uh, so sometimes it's difficult to create something new, but with our ingredients. But I try to use uh, dry flowers, uh, dry fruits, uh, uh, fresh fruits, uh, and uh, mm, create with these natural things. Alina with us from Angel Cake. So where can we find your goodies? Where, where can we go to try some of these creations, your cafes? Where are they? Uh, we have amazing places in Dubai. Uh, we really love it uh, because uh, uh, each place for us is very important. Uh, we not just uh, choose place because it's maybe very popular or a lot of uh, people coming around. Uh, we just uh, try to uh, choose places by our heart because we really feel these places, this energy, uh, this mood uh, around these places. Uh, so we have uh, three locations now uh, and also our locations uh, in construction. Uh, we have in Dubai Mall, it's Fashion Avenue between uh, Nike and the Virgin Store. We should say Fashion Avenue is particularly relevant because you've just had a very special yeah. partner joining Angel Cakes. Who's on board from the fashion world? Uh, Natalia? Yeah, Natalia Vadianova. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Fashion Our Avenue, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Fashion Avenue, Dubai Mall, where else can we find you? Uh, Dubai Mall Fashion Avenue, uh, Blue Water Island. It's also an amazing place because uh, it's uh, it has a big difference uh, between uh, Dubai Mall. Uh, it's more uh, uh, cozy, more uh, comfortable place uh, with trees, uh, with uh, sea. You can look at the sea. Uh, yeah, we really love it. Uh, it's more uh, family inside, uh, more uh, too much kids mm -hmm. because kids are for us are also very important. Uh, you have three, so yeah, I have three kids, uh, and they uh, come to our cafe every day. <laughs> it's like a work for them also, <laughs> but we really love to spend our time in our cafe. Um, it's uh, like a lifestyle for us. Yeah, it's, it's like a second home. Yeah, yeah, really. You're also in the capital, and two more in the mix. Can you tell us what you've brought in? I know we I know we're on radio, but can you explain a little bit about some of your favorite yeah, treats? Yeah, yeah. Uh, today I come uh, with our sweets. Uh, it's our favorite sweets uh, to our guests. It's a pavlova cake, like a small cake with the meringue and cream. Our Christmas cookie. It's our new position, a special menu. It's like a, it looks like a wreath. It's beautiful. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, my team tried to make uh, each our desserts uh, very special for our guests. Uh, uh, also, I have an uh, uh, extremely vegan box <laughs> uh, with plant-based desserts, uh, but it looks like a regular and on taste I try also to make like a regular. Well, you will not know whether it's without sugar and gluten. I will try. During, yeah, during a bit of Roman keating, I will try <laughs> and I will, I will let you know if it passes my non-vegan yeah. taste test. <laughs> yeah, I have here um, a pistachio tart, uh, also hazelnut chocolate tart, uh, our donut, it's like like a brownie, very soft and very delicious. It's my favorite dessert with peanut uh, butter and peanut, what Ooh. is it, praline. I've just got a message from producer Chloe saying this is great for my egg allergy. Do you <laughs> have a lot of people that come in that have allergies? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's a big problem now yeah. and uh, we try to maybe solve this problem for some people because it's very easy to come to us and they can choose uh, a lot of desserts and uh, a position in our menu with with nothing <laughs> it's really with nothing <laughs> well thank you so much I, I, as i said we don't think bakery and think healthy but you know gluten dairy egg um it's it's really wonderful to think about how creative chefs are being to help to help people enjoy themselves. And just again, yeah. where can we find you online? What's the, probably the easiest way? If anyone wants to find out more about you, about the offering, is it Instagram? Yeah. For, for us, Instagram works very well. And uh, Andrew Cakes, it's not just about food. It's about our community and our community also in, inside the Instagram. We have different kind of workshops for kids, for people. Uh, you can uh, draw with us. You can uh, uh, make a flower composition with us. Uh, also came, uh, come to us with your kids. Uh, we can uh, make something interesting inside our cafe because we have a big table in each our cafe uh, where people can communicate and collect together for um, amazing things well thank you so much it's angelcakes.uae if you want to find them on instagram the instagram by the way is a thing of absolute beauty i always say that there is nothing worse than bad food photography but the photography here is <laughs> stunning and i can't wait to get stuck into those treats alina thank you so so much really appreciate thank it thank you thank you so much if you would like details you can send me the word cake i will send you the instagram so you can find out more about the offering and indeed the locations too you're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Joining us live on the line, we have food industry insider and writer Courtney Brandt. Happy holidays, Courtney. How are you? I am doing quite well. We are in a race to the finish here, are we not? We are a little bit. I wish you were in the studio because Spinney's came in earlier for their Christmas party. We had turkey and beef wellington. We've had a cheese board. Um, and we've been talking party food, um, our favourite party food. To me, it's all about the nibble, like the little crisps and the dips and the cheese board and sausage rolls. I'm kind of more interested in that sometimes in the main event. Now, you cannot win the prize of 500 dirhams, but I'm curious, Courtney, what's your favourite party food? What would you be delighted to see if you rocked up to a buffet? My mom makes like a cream cheese crab dip and I'm obsessed with it. It is so unhealthy. It is like equal parts, you know, sour cream, cream cheese, crab, horseradish. It's just like you just and then you have to get the real fatty Ritz crackers and just be dipping the whole time. So I could do a whole meal just with that, honestly. That sounds amazing. As soon as you said horseradish, my mouth started watering. That sounds divine. Um, Now, you're fresh from our nation's capital. Um, The second edition of the Abu Dhabi Michelin Guide is here. The inspectors have spoken for second year, awarding the very best of the capital's dining scene. So last year, would you mind just giving a quick recap? We didn't have any two or three stars, Um, Has that changed this year, Courtney Brandt? That has not changed. So what we can see, much like our Dubai Awards, is a retention, which still speaks to the high quality and standards uh, of what we have available in the capital. So those three that uh, retained their one star were Talea by Antonio Gouda, uh, Hakasan, and 99 Sushi. And drumroll please, we have a new one star, Earth, uh, which I am not as familiar with, but I need to uh, go and check out because it's uh, 
proudly Emirati. Uh, and it's always good to see things that are locally developed. You know, that's that's what we really want to see when it comes to these lists. I confess, I am woefully underinformed when it comes to Abu Dhabi food scene. And I'll tell you why, because my husband was working there for a long time and he didn't want to drive to Abu Dhabi at the weekend because he'd had enough of it during the week. But now that he's no longer based there, um, he has said, we we can go. Um, so when putting together, I guess you're kind of Abu Dhabi foodie bucket list Courtney Brandt what should and we can talk we can include Michelin in there we can talk Bib Gourmand we can talk special recognition where do you think should be on anybody's hit list for the capital so I really do love uh, Talea. I have been, I think, two or three times this year. It's helmed by Chef Luigi. He is, it's Italian, and but done very, very well. And, and I'm going to say something bold, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I love my pizza and I love my <gasps> pit fire. Oh, gosh. There is a pizza at Talea, and I'm underselling them because they do heaps of other amazing things. But the pizza there... I have pictures of all of us just literally our heads blown off because the pizza dough was so good. (laughs) (laughs) Talea. Okay. Yes. Um, And um, I have not been. There is kind of a new cool place called Le Dangereux. And this is the opening of the year, uh, helmed by James Sue Young Kim. Uh, I have friends that have gone. It looks like that kind of fine dining that I'm into. Very, you know, small dishes and cool things going on. So I've heard good things, but I've not been just yet. It's on my list. Now, I and no disrespect to our restaurants here that hold a star, but I often think some of the most interesting restaurants when it comes to Michelin's Roundup are in that big gourmand category, which is about the more accessible, affordable, the places that I would go to during the week rather than it being a, oh my gosh, how much did I just spend for dinner type occasion. And um, yes. with, with Bib Gourmand in Abu Dhabi, anything that caught your eye in particular? I still love um, uh, Otoro, which uh, many will recognize Chef Akmal. Um, he's, you know, had a few things to do around our city, goldfish and wood fire. Uh, but uh, that's, uh, Otoro is a, is a can't miss for me for Bib. And I'm very curious about Oi, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's O I I. They just received their Bib Gourmand this year. So, congratulations to that team. It is a Southern European inspired restaurant. So, they have my attention as well. This sounds great. Okay. Yes. Now, full roundup um, Michelin Guide 2024, um, all the restaurants in Abu Dhabi. We've got a new edition with Earth, uh, retained 99 Sushi Bar, Hakkasan, and Talea, we were just talking about there. And some special awards as well um, with Young Chef at Oi. Um, <laughs> got that. And Le Dejeron, as you said, the opening of the year. Um, if you've got any shout outs for Abu Dhabi food team, up next, Elf turns 20, and we're celebrating with, of course, some sugary food and we're going to be talking about what belongs and doesn't belong on a snack board why do chefs always cross their arms in photos and celebrating all things ramen you're listening to farmer's kitchen on dubai i 103.8 with spinnies eat well live well chatting now with courtney brandt she works on the small screen the big screen in print and with us on air on all things food. She's a writer, she's an industry insider and she is someone who I truly trust when it comes to a restaurant recommendation. Plus, her weekly mail out is a source of great inspiration, entertainment and a good giggle as well. Courtney Brandt, um, you're an absolute whiz at rounding up the latest food news and some of these are downright ridiculous um from bizarre recipes to trends that i mean just bizarre let's talk elf 
because let's do it. Let, let's I, I do mean, it. I'm always up for an elf shot. I'm currently wearing a Christmas jumper. It feels right. Um, I just said to my daughter this morning, we need to write our little bucket list of festive films we want to watch over the next few weeks. And she's like, elf, elf, elf. And then you messaged me and said that elf is turning 20 this year. <sighs> what yeah. is I, that I, about? I don't know who allowed that to happen, but uh, <laughs> I would like to speak with them. Uh, of course, approved. that's Yes, uh, it's an opportunity for collabs, which we love. So I don't know what we'll see on our fair shores, but my favorite, the most exciting one to me was the Krispy Kreme Elf collab. So there will be specialty donuts decorated in the many ways. There's lots of inside jokes, you know, and recipes, quote unquote, that come from Elf. I also would challenge the F&B community of Dubai when our uh, buddy the Elf makes his breakfast spaghetti, there is a place in Chicago where you can go and order that seasonally. So if you know the scene I'm talking about, yeah, I do. Um, I, I put that challenge out to the market. Can we? Can we just get one <laughs> breakfast spaghetti, Buddy the Elf style? <laughs> um, for those who don't know, we're basically talking spaghetti, some syrup, uh, marshmallows, candy, and candy on no, there as well. Candy canes, candy corns, maple syrup, and chocolate i think or pop tarts it's immense it's a lot of a lot of sugar going in <laughs> it, it actually sounds like something i would be capable of making and I, I don't say that very often so yeah can we please a shout out Krispy cream uae can we please eat like buddy in celebration of elf's 20th anniversary they're adorable there is a donut that looks like it has got spaghetti on top of it and what a time to be alive if you, you are a fellow cotton headed ninny muggins um <laughs> our, our house has already been taken over by festive food um we're going to do some gingerbread oh here's a crime against food i saw on instagram reels recently courtney it was one of these really smug mums who was like here's my top tip for gingerbread houses with your kids the icing never works so use hot glue no i won't use hot glue what are you talking about i want to eat that I want to eat. It's not just for decoration. I'd rather it fall down and meet nibble corners of the gingerbread house for the next few days than admire it. What's wrong with or you, woman? You, or you obviously make way too much icing yes. and then you eat it right when you're doing it. So yes. it, it, it's part of the charm is to see the home construction uh, that the family puts together and how it kind of all leans but still works and is lovable. So <laughs> Whimsical, no. not professional. Yes. That's what we're going for. <laughs> Interestingly, we got our gingerbread house from Spinney's and they, they popped up on my Instagram the day with a little, it wasn't a tutorial as such, but there was a, a, a scene in their video of making a gingerbread house where they're grating the edge of the walls to make sure they're straight so they align properly and I was like oh now I'd rather do that than use hot glue because yeah. that is just an absolutely ridiculous idea um something else that caught my eye um on social recently and you have pointed it out too is a certain pose that chefs do okay now I am not one to speak and if you take anything from the show today or any day it is this. This is what I say to every single guest that comes in the studio because we normally have photos when someone comes in. And please, let this be my gift to you. When you are taking a photo, don't say cheese. Say, hey. Hey, lift your face up. You have a lovely smile. It looks more natural. So in every photo, I'm saying hey. But like any millennial, I've normally got my hand on my waist like a teapot and trying to make my legs look longer. It's, it's classic. 
So I'm trying to break away from my classic poses, although I'll never say, say goodbye to the hay. Chefs, however, there's a bit of a trope. And once you start noticing it, you cannot escape it. Courtney Brandt, what are they doing in photos? They are crossing their arms. And if you even just do a stock footage, you know, look through of chef, chef white, chef anything, they are going to have their arms crossed. Now, the article is great. This comes from Eater. They do a wonderful job. Essentially, it's a reflex. If somebody is pointing a large camera at you, you kind of get a little defensive. So that's for everybody. Mm, they putting is a bit of a barrier in place. A hundred percent. And so it's also a little tropey that if we think of, you know, that head chef role, that kind of former, let's say, toxic masculinity, you know, they're aggressive. It's a little military even. Mm. Um, so it's this strength, like you are not getting into my kitchen. This is my domain. Um, so I'm with you. Like I, there's other power poses, you know, you can do the long arms spread out. You can do one arm at the side. You could do maybe a utensil, a pot or a pan, but, um, that is why you see it is because it's, it, it kind of brings us back to that, you know, where the chef head chef was totally in charge. Mm. We've just inherited that. So it's time for a change. Come on, come on, lads and lasses of the kitchen. Let's see if we can mix it up a bit. Uh, Shutterstock apparently has 50 pages of stock images of chefs smiling, smirking, with their arms crossed. I think it's also a bit of a bicep move. If you've been working out, if you have been indeed, you know, wielding a heavy pan and doing some work, then, you, you know, you, you, sh- you show off your, your biceps and your whites. But come on, you, there are props all over the kitchen. Let's, let's get a bit more creative. Uh, Courtney Brandt is with us today. Not in the studio, sadly, because I would have loved to have fed her some goodies. She's speaking to us from Teams. Um, we are going to be talking ramen next I've got a recipe, but I would love to know if we're feeling lazy, where should we go in Dubai for a beautiful bowl of goodness? You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinney's. Eat well, live well. Courtney Brandt is with us in, not in the studio, on Teams today. She is our resident foodie industry insider. What, basically, where I go for ideas about where to go online. Um, So, Courtney, let's talk ramen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, because I was with the Spinney's team earlier, um, I've I've did an amazing... This is me blowing my horn. I did an amazing ramen recipe using the Spinney's meal deal. Okay, now, if anyone is not familiar with this meal deal, it is in my basket at least once a week. There's two options. There is the stir-fry meal deal, which is where you get protein, so tofu, chicken... Uh, beef, you get some fresh veggies and then you get a carb so you know noodles, rice and you get a sauce. So there are myriad combinations that you can do with this. One of my favourites is the firecracker sauce with beef and then I buy an extra pouch of uh, bone broth or I if I'm making stock and I make ramen my number one tip guys and Courtney my fellow air fryer fan you can soft boil eggs in the air fryer. And Courtney, you are actually the woman responsible for my love. There's, there's so many things I'm proud of, but, you know, our our shared love and sharing the, the love of the air fryer with the world is one of them. And yes, you can, you can hard boil, soft boil, anything that can be like boiled. You, that's what the air fryer is there for. Save, save the time. So if you want to make ramen at home, that would be my top tip. You want to get the beef, you want to get the noodles, you want, there's a kind of a more exotic veggie mix, um, firecracker sauce, and then some bone broth or stock. 
um, for ramen at home. But if we're going out, Courtney, where are we going for ramen? So I'm going to I'm going to recommend a restaurant in London. Uh, I uh, realize not with, helpful. <laughs> with well, it's it does have a local tie, and we we can be proud here. So with school getting out today for many many students and a lot of people traveling, what I would highly recommend is that you go to Kinoya, uh, which is uh, a uh, new re- well not new uh, it's Chef Neha she is obviously operating here in the city she's a Bib Gourmand she was 2022's World's 50 Best uh, first uh, best female chef and now she is at Harrods Harrods Dining Hall My you might have heard of it gosh <laughs> I mean to go from supper club to Harrods is quite the story and this is what we've spoken about before and something that I know you're really big on celebrating is, yes, we're lucky enough to have some amazing celebrity chefs and big names coming into Dubai. But when we start to export talent, that's when, when Dubai, I feel, really gets on the culinary map. So mega congrats to Neha. I actually sent you a photo um, on our book club group a few weeks ago, which was, Courtney, you're going to be so proud of me. I'm eating on my own. You did it. You did it. (laughs) Um, I was at Mall the Emirates and I stopped off and I'm going to try so hard to say this right. I went to Konjiki Hotogogisu and I did not nail it at all. It's near Dindaifang. I got close. Can you say it properly? I I know which restaurant you speak of, but I need to see it in front of me. What a cop out. Konjiki There you go. That's as close as I'm going to get. Ramen. I had a huge bowl of ramen. The, 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 there were photos in the menu and the scale was a bit off. So I ordered what I thought was a small bowl, but they were just clearly putting more photos on one page. Uh, so when it came, I was like, oh, that appears to be absolutely giant. So then I had it at home. Um, it did. I'm not a massive mushroom fan. I had a few too many mushrooms in. So I need to go back and try a few different variations. But I think it was a, it was a great little experience. Instead of the ramen, you know, watch the guys putting it all together. It was Awesome. Um, yes. Courtney Brown, we've even got a minute left. Where are you going this weekend? What are you eating? I am going to Soon, um, which is a Asian style uh, izakaya, and I'm going for a late brunch. I haven't been to brunch in a super long time. Going to see some people I really love. Next week, dinner by Heston. There's a special uh, dinner there, and I might fit in Takahisa. They do have a collaboration happening early next week. Crikey. You're you you're on fire. I've got a, a Christmas party tonight. I'm gonna go laden with some goodies from Spinney's. It's um another foodie friend whose recommendations I always like. So I'm really interested to see what the the catering situation is going to be. And then tomorrow night we've got the white collar boxing. Um, so I I don't know about you, but whenever there's an event like you're in a ballroom, I will eat a bread roll. I might have a bit of the salad and then I basically ignore the rest of the food. So I'm going to pre-game with some pasta um, just to make make sure I'm well fed through the evening. Um, Courtney Bryant, for anyone that that wants to follow you online, see where you're going, of course, sign up to your Substack mail out. What's the best way of finding you? I am underscore Courtney Brandt underscore. You can find everything uh, on Instagram. All my links are in there. I'd love to have some followers. It's a free newsletter. It's an awesome one. It will give you ideas. It will give you a laugh and some great insights into the industry of F&B. Courtney Brandt, I hope to see your face very, very soon. In the meantime, I will see you on the gram and on WhatsApp too. Um, If you want details of Courtney, you can just send me the word food and I'll send you her Instagram.